So we've been doing a study through the Ten Commandments, the foundational laws that God gave to His people. And He said, these are the laws that I want you to live by. These are the laws that I want you, each and every day, to interact with when you interact with either me as your God or when you interact with your people, each other, your neighbors. And all of these laws can be broken down to the simple command of love. Love God and love people. Each of these commands comes down to that. Now, we found out a goofy way to memorize the Ten Commandments. Now, if you would, I'd love for you guys to help me in reciting the Ten Commandments as we go through them. So, if you know them, pull out your fingers and help me with these. Okay, you ready for this? Here we go. So, number one. There are no other gods but one. Do not make idols with scissors. Three, do not use God's name in vain. Because remember, there's a word you don't use in vain. It's God's name, all right? Number four, honor the Sabbath. By what? Going to church. Five, honor your father and mother. Six, do not murder. Bang. Seven, do not commit adultery. It's two people. You go alone. Uh-oh. Do not commit adultery. Eight, do not steal. Chop, chop. Remember, in some countries, they chop off your fingers if you steal. Do not steal. Nine, don't lie. Don't lie. Ten, don't covet what somebody else has for yourself. All right, take them down. Take this slide down real quick. We're going to go through it real quick. You ready for this? All right, here we go. Ready? Take it down. All right, ready? Here we go. No other gods but one. Two, don't make idols. Three, <laughs> I love that. Where's the others? Three, don't use God's name in vain. Four, five, honor your father and mother. Six, don't murder. Seven, don't commit adultery. Eight, don't steal. Chop, chop. Nine, don't lie. Ten, don't covet. Great. All right, you have a couple more, about four more sermons to memorize these. And if you have them all memorized, we will reward you for that. So see if you can memorize them all on your own. All right, so today, we actually on Wednesday went over the fourth commandment, if you were here, which was honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. Uh, But today we're going to go over the fifth commandment, which is honor your father and mother. So read with me, if you will, chapter 20, verse 12. It says this. Honor your father and mother. Then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God has given you. Now there's two parts to this verse. The first part is a command, and the second part is actually a blessing tacked onto that command, saying, here, here's a command, and if you do this command, you will actually live a longer life, and your life will be more blessed. And I'll explain the blessing in a minute. But let's stick first with that command. What is that command? Honor your father and mother. Honor your father and mother. I want to let you in on something you probably already know here. Um, We don't get the opportunity to choose our father and our mother. We are given a father and mother when we are born, and they are ours, okay? It's not like, you know, you're born and somebody comes up to you, or you go to Walmart, 
Somebody comes in and goes, hi, welcome to Walmart. Would you like to see our mother and father models and pick which one you like? You're like, yes, I would love to see the T49 model for fathers. And you go, great, come on over here. Uh, this is our T49 model for fathers. Uh, he's really, really good uh, at being lenient with discipline, but he's kind of a dork. He wears his pants up to his waistband, okay, <laughs> like right up to here. And he's not good at sports, so don't, you know, that would be kind of a bad thing. And he says faux shizzle a lot, okay, and he thinks it's cool, so sorry. Okay, let me see what other models got. Well, this is our T47 model. Super cool dad, okay, but he's really strict with discipline. But he is a good cook. You know what? I like good cooks. I'm going to pick the T47 model. Great, okay. Let's pick a mom now. So this is the M19 model. Super cool mom, okay. Great cook. She does the dishes, but she's not good at helping with homework, okay. And also, when you're sick, she, she actually gets sick too, so she can't really help you when you get sick. Like, mm, that's not good, okay. What else you got? Well, this is the M800 over here, okay. She's really really great with homework, and she, she is strict with discipline, okay, so you have two parents, well, I can't do that, and so you don't go through and pick which parents you end up with, okay, God actually chooses which parents you end up with, and sometimes you look at them, and you go, how am I related to you, you are the biggest dork in the world, like, how am I, how is this possible, okay, and sometimes your parents will look at you and think, how am I related to you, probably, okay, <laughs> But check this out, okay? God ordained it that you two would be together. He ordained it that way. Even if you're not related, maybe you were adopted or something, God lined it up that you two would live together. And also, check this out. God put parents and designed families to be designed that parents would be in charge of the family. They would be in charge over you as the children. So with this in mind, when we hear this command... Honor your father and mother. We need to ask the question, what does it mean to honor our father and honor our mother? Well, the word honor means to treat with great respect or hold in high esteem. So does that mean when your parents walk by, we go, mother, father, greetings. Like, does that mean we salute them? Does that mean we have a little shrine in our room? Or does it mean I wear a shirt like, my mom is awesome? Or like, does, does that mean we call them by like, Greetings, high esteemed mother, bearer of me. Does that mean like we have like formal titles for them? Does that mean we dedicate a day to our mother and a day to our father? Oh, we do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what does that mean, though, to honor our father and mother? Well, well today we're going to talk about three different ways we can honor our father and mother as we're talking about biblically. Three different ways we can honor our father and our mother. First way is this. We can be thankful for what our father and mothers have done for us. We can be thankful for what our fathers and mothers have done for us. When you guys take a moment, raise your hands and tell me, what are some things that maybe your parents have done for you? What are some things that maybe your parents have done for you or provided for you or given to you? Raise your hand and tell me. Um, yes. Food. Every service, I'm not kidding, almost every service, that has been like one of the first three things said. Food. All right, food, yes? What? Shelter, yeah, place to live. Just bought you clothes, yeah, okay. Life. Your mama carried you around in an oven called her stomach, okay? Popped you out, there you go. Dinner, all right, that's food, but yeah, I'll take that. Did you say a hamster? What, one more time? Trips, okay, maybe you travel, okay. Disney video games? Video games in general. Okay, video games. Fortnite, okay. Mm -hmm. What? I, I'm sorry. Shh, shh, shh. 
What? Your bed. Bed's a great place to sleep. All right, yeah? Siblings. Some might agree. Some might be like, eh, I don't know. Uh, yes? Hey, guys. Hey, guys, for this to work, we got to be quieter. But, yeah, that works. Oh, who did I point to? I don't remember. Yes? Money. Both of you. Money. Some of you. They do you. Your mom's the T4000, okay? <laughs> all right. Over here, yes? Toys, all right, yeah. What was that? Shoes. Shoes, yeah. Snapchat? Okay. Yeah. Cleaning, okay. In the back? Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Alright, I'll take like a couple more. Oh dear. Yes? The Bible. The Bible. Didn't you get that from the church? Okay, moving on. Uh yes. Money. Alright. Yeah? Disney World? Okay. Well, you guys are lucky. I don't think I got half these things from my parents. All right. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah? Let you go to church? Right, that's a good one. Rides places is a big one. They drive you places, like to every sporting event in the world. One kid was like, one kid said, I'm in, shh, shh, shh. I'm in travel volleyball, I'm in a school play. And I'm like, uh, I go to all my friends' house, so they're driving you like everywhere. They're like an Uber driver for just you. All right, I'll take one more. Um, yes. Pets. Yeah, they give you a pet bunny, okay? Put your hands down. Check this one out, okay? Check this out. Ready for this? The average kid in America, from the time you were zero to the time you were 18, you cost, when you factor in like all the stuff, all the food, all the, all the things you go to, movies and everything. Check this out. Ready for this? Shh, shh, shh. <coughs> hey. Hey, guys. Shh. I know we had a participation thing, but I need you guys to be quiet whenever I'm talking, okay? All right, check this out. Ready? The average kid from age zero to age 18 cost their parents $250,000. If you factor in college and your parents are for some reason, very gracious and pay for college, it's $300,000. That's like the cost of a house. Your parents could have houses across the country if they have multiple kids. So if they decided not to have kids, they could literally have houses across the country. Like, where are we going to go today? France? Germany? (laughs) Venice? They could literally have houses across the world even. Okay? But check us out. Listen. We need to be thankful that our parents provided for us that they um, cared enough about us to give us those things. But not even just the things. We need to be thankful for the time and the effort that they provided for us. Maybe your parents changed their careers around for you, made decisions on where to live based on you guys. We need to be thankful for the sacrifices that they have made for us and the things that they have done for us. You might never even know about the sacrifices your parents have made for you the changes in their lives they made when you were born. How their lives were literally totally different. How they, they were up with you crying at three in the morning and you would not stop crying and they had no idea why you were crying and you just wanted to play a video game and you were three months old, okay? Who knows? I don't even know. You were three, okay? Or three months old. Who knows? But check us out. Listen. Shh, shh, shh. We need to be thankful for all that our parents have done and are doing. 
all that our parents have done and are doing. That is a way we can honor them. We can honor them. Also, a way that we can honor them is we can listen to them when they speak to us and value the advice that they can give to us. We can listen to them. Check this out. I'm about to just drop a truth bomb on you guys. You ready for this? Listen to this, okay? I have actual scientific evidence, photo evidence, and eyewitness accounts, okay? And this is, this is shocking to me, too, that parents were, in fact, at one time in middle school. What? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Now, I didn't believe this until I, I saw pictures, talked to people who were like, yeah, I was in middle school. Your mom was like, wait, wait, what? Back up here. What? My mom, my mom, middle, what? Mom's like, yeah, when I was in middle school, I'm like, mom? You? Middle, what? Okay, how is this possible? But check this out, okay? Your parents were in middle school. They were little babies once. They were in high school. They've been in college. They have gone through life. Now, as such, this is why this is important. This is why this is important. When they speak to you, and when your parents give you advice, they have been where you were once. They understand what you are going through. And not only do they understand it, they have come out on the other side. They realize, oh yeah, I remember making that mistake. Oh, I remember what it was like being in middle school and going through being bullied. Or I remember what it was like struggling to, to get good grades. Or I even remember what it was like dealing with my parents. That is right, your parents remember what it was being like in middle school and having parents. And they remember what it was like dealing with discipline or dealing with chores. They know what that is like. So here's the thing. Here's the problem. When our parents speak to us and give us advice or or, or when they're speaking to us in general, what we tend to do is we don't listen to them because we tell ourselves, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't get me. They don't understand. But here's the problem, guys. We need to respect and honor our parents enough to listen to them because of what they've done for us, but also realize this. They are more mature than us. They know more than us because they've been around longer and they have been in our shoes one day. You might be a parent, most likely you will, and you will literally be there sitting at the bedroom door or standing at the bedroom door of your child talking to them and your kid's going to be on their bed like, ah, you just don't understand mom slash dad. You don't get me. And you'll be there at the door and you'll be like, oh no, I've become what I hated. No, no, you're going to be there and and your kid's going to be like, you're having a breakdown, aren't you? Again? Ugh. And you're going to, like, literally, you're going to be there like I was on the bed, and I was texting with the phone, and now they're texting with the Q phone, whichever, whatever the new thing is in the future. Who knows, okay? They are going to be on the bed. They're going to be the middle schooler, like, you don't get me. And, and you'll be the one who's at the door, like, my parents were right. And they'll be like, you're still old. And you'll be like, I'm old now. No! And you're going to have this moment, okay? But here's what you need to realize now. Your parents get what it was like. And here's the mistake we make. When we have questions about things like bullying or relationships or sex or drugs, here's the mistake we make, okay? We go around to our friends that are in middle school. Do you realize why this is silly, okay? Our friends don't have the answers. They're just as, and I mean this kindly, Dumb as we are, okay? 
let me tell you, let me tell you, no, no, let me, let me explain this to you. Shh, shh, shh. Let me explain a mistake I made to you when I was single, okay? When I was single and dating, um, I was single and dating, and I was trying to, to talk to Catherine and make her my wife, and I kept asking advice from all of my single friends, all my dudes who didn't have girlfriends, okay? Now, why is this a stupid question? Because the guys I was asking are single. They aren't smart enough to get a girlfriend. They are apparently doing something wrong and repelling girls, okay? So I realized, hmm, the guys I'm asking are giving me advice that's making girls go away from me. Why don't I ask the guys that have girlfriends and wives? Because apparently they're doing something right, okay? Apparently they know something that these single guys don't know. Like maybe deodorant's a good idea. Or maybe like listen to the girl, or I don't know, something crazy like that. So I started going and asking the married guys, hey, can you give me some advice? I'm like, yeah, sure. And they're like, why do you think you should do that, Bear? And I go, well, Billy told me I should do that. And they go, well, Billy's single for a reason, you know what I mean? So, so, you know, after talking to these guys who had experience talking to girls, it's like, wow, that makes a lot more sense. And then I got married. It's like, well, what do you know? So check this out. Ready for this? Rather than maybe asking your friends who all the information they have is going on Snapchat and clicking on the random stories, okay, on the page on there, rather than asking your friends who heard it from a guy who heard it from a guy, maybe you should talk to your parents, okay, who actually were in middle school, went to high school, went to college, and, and know things. You know what I mean? Ha- actually have life experience and know things a little bit better. And your parents want what's best for you. So maybe stick to their advice and trust their advice. I'll also say this, okay? Know that it's okay to talk to them. It's okay to talk to them. They want what's best for you. So that's a way we can honor and respect them is by listening to them. And finally, we can be obedient to them. We can be obedient to them is the last way we can honor them. I know what you're thinking. You're like, Barrett, did my mom call you? And did did she call you and go, you won't believe this, but little Johnny has been so bad at home, I need you to preach a sermon about being obedient to me, and I will give you a $100 Chipotle gift card. I said, make it Chick-fil-A, and you got a deal, okay? Okay, is this this what happened, Barrett? No, this is not what happened. Your parents did not call me and tell me everything bad you did, okay, because it would take a while. But they didn't do this, okay? Uh, What happened is, this has been in the Bible for thousands of years, Because kids have struggled with following their parents' commands for thousands of years. And honoring your father and mother, it's a challenging thing. I get that. Because we think, I know what's best. And I want to do what I want to do. And why do my parents have all these rules and guidelines? What's with that? Well, check this out, okay? Your parents give you rules and they give you guidelines because they love you. Because they care about you. Believe it or not, parents do not have a meeting once a year where they get together and they go, all right, the meeting is convened for how to ruin our kids' lives. Okay, so we're here together to gather together uh, who has ideas on how to make their kids' lives less fun. All right, Steve in the back. Uh, Yeah, I found that taking away video games and having them do less video games is making my kid have less joy. Great one, Steve. All right, anyone else? Barbara in the back. Yeah, uh, I've noticed that making them do more chores and dishes is, is really fun sucking. 
Great job, Denise. All right, anyone else? And they don't go around just thinking of ways to... Give me a break. All right, sorry. They don't go around thinking, what are ways, what are ways that we can literally make our kids' lives less fun, more miserable, okay? That's not why they create the rules. But let's break these things down, okay? Let's say when you're five years old and you get a bike and there's a road and you're riding the bike and your parents say, hey, don't ride your bike into the road, okay? Do your parents think to themselves, man, it would be so much less fun if they rode in the road. So I want to make their life miserable. No, they're like, I want my child to survive, okay? So I will tell them, do not go in the road. And if they do go in the road, I will punish them so that if they go into the road, they will think, huh, road, road, I will get in trouble. Grounded, grounded, spanking, time out. This is bad. Turn, turn, turn. You know what I mean? They will have that in their mind to know, get away from the road because they actually love you. So they're making that rule, that boundary to save your life. And here is where Check it out. Here's where, so there's the rule, honor your parents, okay? Honor your father and mother. Here's where the blessing gets attached to this. And if you honor your parents as a young child, you will literally live longer, okay? If you're a child and you don't listen to your parents, like, hey, don't put that knife in your mouth, you're not going to live long, okay? If you don't listen to that. Hey, don't eat worms. And you eat the worms every time. You're going to die, okay? Hey, hey. Don't put your hand on that stove. You're not going to have a right hand, okay? But here's the thing. If you honor your parents when you're young, you will literally live longer. And check us out. As you get older, if you obey your parents and listen to their rules, you will literally prosper more. What do I mean by that? Listen, okay? Here's how. When your parents give you the rule and they say, hey, listen, I need you to stop playing video games so much. Go do your homework. Are they trying to make your life more miserable? No. Here's what they're doing. Okay, listen. You might think, oh, well, they're just trying to take my fun away. No, here's what they're doing. They're saying, listen, you're playing so much video games, okay? And you need to go do your homework because if you play too much video games, and again, I don't mind playing video games. You know, you enjoy it. But if you play too much and you don't do your homework, then you won't learn your subjects. You're going to get poor grades. You're not going to understand what it is in school. You're going to fall behind in school. You're going to get the bad grades, and then you're going to keep falling behind and falling behind. You're not going to get into a good college, and if you don't get into a good college, you don't even go to college, or, or maybe you don't understand anything when you finish high school, or maybe you don't even finish high school. When you finish your education, you won't have a good one, and then you won't be able to pursue the career that you want to. Maybe you have this dream to be a musician, but you didn't practice hard in school, so you can't pursue it. Or maybe you have this dream to be an engineer, but you didn't practice hard in school, and you kept spending time doing things like, you know, video games or other things. And because you didn't work hard, you missed out on that dream. And I love you too much, child, to make, to, to, I love you too much, child, to have you miss out on that dream. So listen, please just, just obey me when I say don't play video games too much, Okay. It's actually because your parents love you. So, if you listen to them, you will actually prosper. When your parents give you chores, it's not because your parents are lazy. And you might be like, yeah, right, it is because they're lazy. No, it's because your parents are trying to teach you responsibility. When you leave the house one day, you're not just suddenly a man or suddenly a woman who is responsible enough to pay their taxes and to 
make sure they know how to do their own laundry. What has to happen is this. You slowly and gradually gain responsibility over time and learn what it is to take care of yourself. And your parents are trying to teach you what it means to take care of yourself. And one day, what it means to take care of somebody else, like a child. And they have not done their job if you leave the house and you don't know how to take care of yourself or other people. So if they don't give you chores and they don't teach you to be responsible with money or teach you to be responsible with other things and you just are wasteful in the way you spend money and, and wasteful in the way you spend your time, then you will not be prepared for the real world. And if you don't obey your parents, then you will not prosper. You won't. That's where that blessing is tacked on there. If in your youth you don't listen to them, you'll literally die, and you won't live long. And then if you don't listen to them as you get older, literally you will not prosper. Your parents are trying to help you because they actually want good things for you. If you ask a parent, hey, what do you want for your kid? They're never going to say, yeah, normal things. They're going to say, no, no, I want the best for my kid. And the things they're doing are actually trying to achieve that. Now, are they perfect? No, your parents are not perfect. I get that, all right? And everything they do is not always going to be right and perfect. But the thing to do is not to, to throw in their face when they make mistakes. Be gracious with them, because let me lay it on a secret. You're not a perfect child. No offense, okay? <laughs> None of us are. I was not a perfect son, and you might not be a perfect son or a perfect daughter, but we're not perfect children. And when they're not perfect parents, we need to give them grace. Now, look, I understand what you might be saying right now. You might be saying this. Well, well, Barry, you don't understand my parents. You don't know my situation. You don't understand how my parents treat me or how bad it is or, or the wrongs that they've done to me. You don't get my situation. You're right, I don't get your situation. And, I, and I'm sorry I don't. Okay, and, and maybe you come from a broken family. And, and maybe your situation is, well, I was adopted, or I don't really you know, know my parents that well. And I want you to know a couple of things here. One, God is the father to the fatherless. God is our father, and we should honor him. And one of the ways we show that we honor God is that we honor our father and we honor our earthly mother. Jesus honored his earthly mother and his earthly father, even though they weren't perfect, and he was. We should forgive our parents where they fall short, just like we should forgive anybody else that does us wrong. And we should look to be at peace with them. And even if we don't understand the things that they do, we should still be obedient to them, as long as the things they're not asking us don't directly disobey God. Don't directly disobey God. As long as you don't look in the Bible and you're like, hey, my parents are asking me to steal or to lie, I can't do that. That's understandable. But as long as your parent is asking you to do something that isn't wrong by the Bible standards, then you should be obedient. And again, I want you to see how it is that God gave you the opportunity to have parents if you do to be thankful, to listen, and be obedient to them. And I want to close with a couple thoughts. One, I want you to realize this. You might one day be a parent. Maybe when you look at your child, you look at your son, you look at your daughter, you might look back and be like, wow, my parents did a lot for me because this is hard. 
holding this baby and keeping this baby alive, this takes a lot of work and a lot of money, a lot of effort. Okay, my, my parents did a lot for me. Maybe understanding this middle schooler, this is hard, okay? Relating with them, this is hard. I get what my parents went through to do it for me. Or driving this kid everywhere is a lot of effort. I get that my parents drove me everywhere, and I'm thankful for what they did. I hope now you can see that before you become a parent. And maybe be thankful and treat them a little nicer. And have a good attitude, because just being obedient isn't enough. We need to have a good attitude in our obedience. You know, not just taking out the trash and stomping our way out there and rolling our eyes and like, I'm taking out the trash. Um, the trash is here. You're trash. Your mom's like, what'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I love you, mom. You're great. You know, being kind about it, okay, and having a good attitude, right? And then also check this out. One day, one day you might have to take care of your parents. One day they might grow old. They might be a nursing home. They might actually even move in with you. Maybe they get Alzheimer's. Maybe they get dementia. Maybe they need someone to take care of them. And you might be called upon to take care of them. The Bible says that is our responsibility to do. Maybe you'll have to take care of them and you get a chance to thank them and honor them by taking care of them. And I hope that you do that and take that seriously because they took care of you. The least we can do is take care of them in that capacity. I'll close with this quick story. Um, when I was in college, I remember a time I was humble when I did not honor my mom. I just wanted to share it with you. Uh, I was in college. It was my first week um, away from home. I was a freshman, and I was hanging out in my uh, dorm room or a couple dorm rooms with some guys. And I was trying to impress these older guys, and my mom had called a couple times, and I ignored the call. And I was like, eh, my mom's calling in. I actually said to the room, I'm like, my mom's called like three times. Can you believe this? It's just so overprotective. And I like didn't answer the call. And some of the guys chuckled. And one of the guys, uh, his name was Dom. He was like this like short Italian guy. I loved him. He was super cool. He's like, you know, he's from like up north, like in uh, New York. And he goes, hey, man, can I talk to you outside? I'm like, yeah, sure. So Dom takes me outside. And I'm like, hey, dude, what's up? And I'm like so excited he wants to talk to me. And he goes, hey, man, so um, you said your mom had been calling you a couple times and kind of like, you know, bad mouth her in there? And I'm like, yeah, man, she keeps calling me. She's like being overprotective or something. She wants to talk to me. And he gets like super serious. And he goes, hey, if you could do me a favor, um, could you just stop hanging with us for a little bit and, and go call your mom? I was like taking it back. I'm like, um, yeah, I'm like, what's up? And he goes, well, um, my mom two years ago passed away. She got cancer and she died. And, and I'd give anything to just be able to call my mom right now and tell her I love her. Thank you for everything she did for me and my family and, and everything. So, so I, just, I just wanted you to, to take advantage of the blessing it is to just thank your mom, talk to her, and just, you know, have a mom to talk to. And I was like, yeah, I I'll call my mom right now. And I left, and I was super embarrassed and emotional when I called my mom after that. But it just hit home for me. Not everybody has a parent. And I, I got one, and, and they're pretty good to me. Actually, they're great to me. And sometimes I don't treat them the best. I don't honor them. And that's wrong. And so I, I challenge you today, and I share that story of Dom with you guys. 
wherever you are and whatever parents you've got, please honor them. Please recognize the, the gift that they might be or that they are and honor and respect them and see that they care for you and that they're trying, they want what's best for you and that they are not perfect. Please forgive them of the mistakes that they have made. These parents do make mistakes. They let us down. I know that. They make mistakes. I get that. And they're not perfect. But at their core, they do love you. But the ultimate parent that loves you the most is God. He looks at you. And he says, I care about you more than anything. I made you. I created you in this world. And if anything, the person that we should be most thankful to is him. The person that we need to listen to the most is God. The person we need to be most obedient to is God. And if God says, hey, honor your father and mother, we should listen to him. So if you're struggling to do these things to your parents, you're like, man, I look at my parents and I, and I struggle to, to obey them or I struggle to have a good attitude or to listen to them or, or to whatnot, I want you to do this. Ready? Just look to God because he is perfect and he is good he loves you perfectly. And when you focus on him and what he has done for you and dying for you and creating you, when he says, hey, I want you to honor him, even if they're not perfect, maybe that'll ease you a little bit and help you to focus and help you to even honor them, even when they're not perfect. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much that you are our heavenly father, that you are the Father, to the brokenhearted. I pray, Lord, for any um, hurt that might be in this room, that you would just heal us, Lord, and any wounds that we might have. Um, I pray that we might recognize that you are above all things. I pray, Lord, that where possible, we might recognize the places where we need to improve on honoring our father and our mother that we might be thankful for the things that they have done for us, that we might listen to their wisdom and advice, that we might be obedient to them and have a good heart about it, Lord. And one day, if you give the students in this room the opportunity to be a father and mother, they might take that role seriously. We love you, God. It's the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Everybody said? Amen. Amen.